This sicha discusses the language of the Haneris Halalo. The is very subtle. Um, Neris Halalo. Um, note one. Uh, it brings Masechta Seferim. Thank you. Um, the original orange origin of who wrote the Neris Halalo, I don't know. Um, but it's there from the time of the long time ago. Yeah, time of Gemara. Um, time of Gainim. Shel Haneris Halalo. Ah, Sovachir. Okay. In the language of the prayer Haner Salalu, there are three similar expressions. Haner Salon Madlikim, We light these candles because of your salvations, because of your miracles, and because of your wonders. That's what we that's how we started off. At the end of Haner Salalu, we again repeat these three expressions. We, we talk about salvations and miracles and wonders, except it's a different order. We begin with your miracles, then your wonders, then your salvations. We understand what is the reason for the change of the order of these three expressions. Something you, something you can gloss over your whole life and not even realize that there's any meaning to it. But of course, every everything in Torah is significant, and and, and here there's deliberate change. It starts off with one order, and then it changes the order at the end, in the very, the very same tefillah. So what does this mean? Base. When uvdash menusach anes lolo emes kam rakni secha gam lefei secha shuasecha reim, from the fact that in this language of this prayer, we don't just mention miracles; we also speak about wonders and salvation. We see. We see the point of lighting the Menera is not only to commemorate the miracle of the jar of oil. That's not included in the category of salvations. Salvation means you're in trouble and God saves you. So, even though they needed them there, the, the, the oil for the mitzvah, that's not a salvation. Salvation is when you're, you're being threatened. So, the point of the word, your salvations, is how Hashem showed in, that, in those days different kinds of salvations. Um, look in uh, note four. Okay. So, in short, note, note four, that brings from uh, the Rambam and the Ragachavar. Uh, the Rambam says the point of lighting the Menera is to publicize the miracle and to praise God for the miracles in the plural that he did for us. So, first, Rambam mentions miracle in the singular, and then he mentions miracles in the plural. So, that shows that, that, that the um, lighting the Menera isn't just for one particular, although it's certainly connected directly to the, the, the Menera, the, dryer, the, the flask of oil, and it lasting for eight days, but it's not only for that. It also commemorates other salvations that happened at that time. Which are the other salvations? Let's see. There are thre- let's see, let's see, let's see. There are three in general categories of things that happened. There are three different categories. 
And each of these categories we find that they're, they're mentioned in the plural. Shuis, Nisim, and Eflois. Each of these different uh, adjectives are written in the plural. Salvations, wonders, miracles, and wonders, because the events of the days of Hanukkah include within them all kinds, many kinds of salvation from every category. Okay. So, this explanation that we're saying that Yeshua Secha doesn't just mean the miracle of the, of the flask of oil, but includes the other miracles that God did for us at that time, that explanation answers another question. Next column. In regarding to the commemoration of the miracle of Hanukkah, as we shall see. This is what Ari was about to say. Regarding the miracle of Purim, we have an obligation to commemorate the salvation from Haman by day and by night. We mention it twice. This is not the way that we commemorate the victory over the Greeks on Hanukkah which was also a miracle. And not only was it a miracle, in a way it was more than the miracle of Purim, more of an open miracle than Purim. By the miracle of Hanukkah, Hashem delivered the, the strong in the hands of the weak and the many in the hands of the few. So it was an, a, a far more obvious miracle than the miracle of Purim. The miracle of Purim was hidden in the, in the ways of nature. The miracle of the victory of Hanukkah is mentioned at night only in the Alanism, which is said in Mairiv, and in Benching. But Philos Arvis Hirushus, Mairiv is something which. Huh? The question is, we say, we, say, we say it also in the morning, right? In Shachar Samincha. So what's Pshat that every single only say it by night? We need patience. Let's see. Tfilos Arvis Hirushus. Davening Mairiv originally was only something that you did if you wanted to. It was optional. Mairiv used to be optional. There's also no obligation to eat bread at the night of Hanukkah. So it comes out, there's no, there's no real need. There's no critical need. You aren't forced to obey. It's just because, just because you're Jewish. Right. By the you may go through the night without saying anything. Right. And Hanukkah, it's, it, there was a time when it was optional to have and therefore you could optionally, you could opt out of, of thanking God and saying the Alanism and thanking Hashem for the miracle. And you could just wait for the morning and thank the Abish in the morning. And you couldn't, if you ate bread that night, you'd have to say, I'll need Alanism in, in uh, Benching. But it's, you don't have to eat bread. So therefore it's possible to miss out, ju- ju- just because it's Hanukkah, you're not obligated to mention the miracle day and night. Unlike Purim, where it is, a miracle, where it is an obligation. Um, now, on note 8, the Rebbe questions what he just said. Why are we saying that there's no obligation to eat bread the night of Hanukkah? is an argument but whether or not you're supposed to have, were well, you obligated to have uh, a party on Hanukkah? Were well, you obligated to rejoice with a, with, a, with a suda, with a meal on Hanukkah? The, the, the one opinion is that we should specifically thank Hashem with a meal because it was a physical salvation. Hashem saved our bodies. Hashem saved the lives of the Jewish people. 
Therefore, we should celebrate with a physical meal. And the other opinion is that the main miracle of Hanukkah is the miracle of Hash- the victory, the spiritual victory, that Hashem allowed us to keep their mitzvahs, and we have the miracle of the, of the oil and the menorah. And therefore, the main way of celebrating Hanukkah is not by feasting, like I'm putting, the main miracle is by, um, by saying, uh, like the menorah, and saying halal, not by feasting. Um, that everyone said, if I remember correctly, um, although the halacha follows the opinion, the Ramah says that uh, it's, it's good to add a little bit in, in Sudas in these days, uh, but it's not an obligation. Um, everyone said that as darkness, the goal gets greater, we need to, add, to find more ways to bring light, and therefore we should find, uh, we should dafka make Purim parties, dafka make Hanukkah parties, etc., because we need more light, we need more simcha. Then there was said, if I correctly, that he found the Gemara Yerushalmi, which for him, for the Rebbe, was like finding a great treasure. What is the Gemara Yerushalmi? Gemara Yerushalmi, it says that if you said benching, you didn't say al you have to repeat the whole benching over again. Which shows that the obligation of, of, um, the obligation of, 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 of mentioning al in benching is, is critical because. It's, in other words, it, there's an obligation. Why is it critical? Because you having a meal on Hanukkah is critical. Because you have to have, you ha, you ha, you have, a, you have, to have a suda on Hanukkah. And therefore, if you forget all this, you have to say the whole benching over again. So, but even if you say, like the halacha is, that you don't have to have a suda, I'm sorry, even if, so the halacha is you don't have to have a suda. But even if you say that, that you have to have a suda, so according to that opinion, there would be an obligation to say on this night of Hanukkah. Still, there's no obligation to have a dafke on the night of, uh, of, of Hanukkah. You can have this soon the next day. Oh, look at note 9. Ubefrat, she'im le'om al-nisim av'tilam rechazimazim im achzirin esrei. Halach is, if you didn't say al-nisim in Shemun Esrei, you didn't say al-nisim in Benchim, you don't have to go back and say it again. So there's no, the Torah doesn't force a Jew to, to uh, mention the miracle of the salvation of the victory over the Yavanim, uh, the victory of war on the night of Hanukkah. Unlike the story of Purim, which was in a far more uh, hidden miracle than the miracle of Hanukkah. And yet, that miracle we have to mention, the miracle of the victory of the Jewish people, night and day. By Hanukkah, we don't mention it by, by night. Back inside. This question, last paragraph of the page, this question is answered very simply according to what we said in the previous sif. Lighting the Menera does commemorate the war because the point of the Menera isn't only because of the, the, the flask of oil, it's also to commemorate the other miracles, to commemorate the, the victory also. So it's not only for the, uh, the Pach Hashem, it's also for the other miracles. So therefore we are, we are obligated to, uh, to commemorate the victory over the Yavonim and night as well. Um, actually we see Look at look at note ten for a second before you turn the page. Rei yukut asichas tazvav she she shleimish akavanim that gives us chatz kushecha nusach nisim neiris tashem simcha kveid hashchina adarach neiris simcha mezah sheva bezus nashim shakol elam in mukim bechol. The there is in the nusach of alanisim we say they lit candles in the courtyards of your your holy courtyards, and the rabbi brings many many proofs. One of them is that. The um, Nair wasn't lit in the courtyard. The more Nair was lit in the, in the Hegel, in deeper within the base of Migdash. So what is the point of this? Uh, what, what do we mean when we say they lit candles 
in your holy courtyard. What are we referring to? We can't be referring to lighting the Menorah and the Menorah lasting for eight days because that's not in the courtyard. So rather, what happened was, just like on Simchas Beis they lit candles because of the joy of Simchas Beis so too, because of the, of the victory and because of the Menorah, they lit other candles for Simcha in the, in the courtyard. So it wasn't only the, the only candle that was lit in the night of Hanukkah wasn't the candle of Yisrael Mikdash, but the, Jew, the Jewish people were, um, it, was a, it was already a holiday of light then, you know, were already lighting, lighting uh, candles all over the place to, to, because of the simcha of, 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 uh, of the victory and the simcha of the finding the jar of oil and the simcha of the Meir lasting. So we see, next page, next page. We see that one of the ways to express praise for Hashem is by lighting candles. So the lighting of the Meneira isn't only for the um, miracle of the finding of the jar of oil, it's also for the victory as well. So, so that explains why Hanukkah is not actually different than Purim. Just like on Purim you have to mention the miracle right as soon as the holiday starts, so too in Hanukkah you do too. You just do it in a different way. You don't do it in, 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 uh, by reading the Megillah. You do it by lighting them there. Door is locked. Oh, thank you very much. So, so the question is, Mechamorachai's question is, if it's possible, so then, why did the Chachamim Institute to commemorate the victory of war with lighting a candle. Why didn't we just do the regular Jewish thing of we won, we eat? So, one explanation is that everything to note nine is because we want to include both miracles. We want to commemorate the miracle of the victory and the miracle of the Monera, and therefore we, we do light the Monera, which includes both. We, want to also, we, can't, we, can't, we don't only want to speak about the victory of war, we also want to speak about the, the, vic, the miracle of the candles. And therefore we, Dafka specifically, Light the uh, menorah. Yeah. We don't have a Megillah's Hanukkah. There actually is a Megillah on the The whole sikh of the Rabbi about why the custom of reading it and not reading it. It wasn't canonized. Like they took office. And canonized means. Like they, they didn't put it in. Like the rabbis didn't put it in the, the rest of the of the literature. It, maybe we'll learn that sikh uh, also, but there's a whole so it's a big discussion about that. Um, let's go to Gimel. This is also the reason for the change in the order of the three expressions we say in Al Nisim. In the beginning of Nisim, we speak about three kinds of salvation that Hashem did for our forefathers in those days. And that's why the order that we mention the, the Hashem's, Hashem's uh, miracles and wonders and salvation goes as follows. We mention the orders first salvations, then miracles and wonders, because that's how they happened. First there were salvations, as we shall see what those were. Then there were miracles, and then there were, then there were wonders. So in the beginning of Aner Salala, we mentioned that order, because that's Pasha chronological, that's the way it happened. At the end of Aner Salalu, we're not talking about the events that happened. We're talking about the impression that those events had on us and our response by thanking and praising your great name. Those three events, those three kinds of events, impress us and cause us 
And in order to impress us, in order to change us, in order to make us want to thank you, so there is a difference in what affects us and how it affects us. First of all, there's Nisan. The first thing that brings a Jew to thank Hashem is Nisan. First, there is miracles. Then there are wonders, and there are salvations. We shall see. So, so let's. We have to now explain two things. First of all, we have to explain what events happened. And why are the first events classified as a choice? Why are the second event kind of events classified as Nisim, the third kind of event classified as the Flois? And we also have to explain why are these three different kinds of events reordered at the end because they make it, although they happen in this chronological order, but for regards to our reaction, our impression, they, we, we, react, we only will first react if there's Nisim first. What, what does that mean? Abir. There is a fundamental difference between the words, between the events that are classified as salvations, miracles, and wonders. When there's a war going on, when there is a fair fight, if you would reckon the quantity and the quality of the two opposing armies, even though there's a similar kind of um, uh, there's, a, there's a fair fight and there's e- e- even strength on both sides you still need God's salvation to win why do you got salvation? because so sometimes uh, this guy wins sometimes that guy wins if, if there's a fight and they're, they're, they're similar strength then Sometimes Tyson's going to win, sometimes uh, Hollyfield's going to win. It's not going to be all the same. So this victory is in a way that appears as a natural thing. It doesn't appear like a miracle. Because according to nature, one cycle went over the other. So you need Hashem's salvation, but it's not a miracle. Nes what social A nes means a salvation that God sends, which is beyond nature. which is be, which is against the, the rules of nature. for example, If there is a war where the 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 victory is won by the weaker army, this. Naturally, there's no way that this that this army will win. That kind of victory is classified as a miracle. It's beyond nature. That's not a shua. Yeshua means that Hashem helps you when the odds are even, when there when there is an even amount of uh, the armies are are odds are even. Does make sense? It does. When when things are are fair, but when there is a uh, no chance of you winning as a much greater army, then you need a nest to win. Niflois, what are niflois? The word niflois, I know the word, yeah, in English, the word for niflois in English is a wonder. What's a wonder? mean, someone who sees it is like, wow, not just it's, not just it's a beyond nature, it elicits, it is a big, there's a wow factor here. That's what niflois means. Niflois means wow factor, wonder. These are not 
clearly miracles that that These are special events that are different than what you're used to, and that's why they're called wonders. Note 14, thank you. Yeah, thank you. So in Note 14, Rebbe says that there are some miracles that... The Gemara says that, Gemara gives an example of two people going, buying tickets to go on a ship. And they end up going on two different ships. Reuven goes on one ship, Shimon goes on another ship. So Reuven's ship makes it, Shimon's ship, Shimon's ship sinks. So the Gemara says about this that the one who the miracle happened to doesn't even know a miracle happened to him. And the Gemara brings a, a uh, um, Pasuk. That's a very fundamental question about life. We're not going to be able to handle that one today. So, niflois uh, means, the, the Gemara classifies this event by, with a Pasuk, Hashem performs miracles alone. So the simple Pshat is only He can do miracles. He performs wonders alone. But uh, the Gemara says that also means that the only one who knows about those wonders are Him. He is the only one who knows about the wonders are happening. But only he alone knows about those wonders. So the Atabah says about the Gulitis Kislev, Hashem did something wondrous in the world. It's true that the Alter Rebbe's redemption was caused by the means of various ministers. And there was many, a lot of efforts made to make that happen. But these weren't regular events. This was something which was wondrous. We have a request to go 15 to 60. What? No, I'm saying that's continues explaining the flows. If we now know about this Pella, is it now no longer a Pella? Because doesn't the qualification of a Pella mean that we don't know that that miracle took place? But now, if we know that miracle took place, doesn't it now transfer from a Pella to a Nase? Oh, you're saying once Ruin finds out that the Shimon's ship sank, does now Ruin's event happening to him now turn into an S? No, so 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 let's let's, let's backtrack for a second. The word pella means something unusual happened, right? So that it's a wondrous thing. So is that more than a miracle or less than a miracle? So it, you could say that even something which is not an outright miracle, just amazing, you, you call that a wonder. But also the word wonder is also a word that's used for something which is way way above nature, and there was even greater than a miracle. So the word wonder could apply to both things which are a little bit weird, a little unusual, or it could apply to things which are beyond a miracle. Let, let's look at note 15, 11, 16. Is, is, you, know, you need money and you win the lottery. Unless so it's within nature. You, you have the purpose of this, of this sikha, uh, wonders are less than, they're not as outright miracles as miracles. Miracles are clearly above nature, and wonders are things which are just amazing, but they have some garments in nature. Um, but there's another way this is translated in other places, where Niflois are uh, way, way above nature, way above Nisim. Um, 
so the, the word nefloys can mean two different things. It can be translated to different things. Now, there's a lot of uh, notes over here. We're not going to get to it today. I have to go. Uh, Mr. Shemel, Mr. Shemel, continue tomorrow. But it's not great. But it's not greater than an S. It's not. It's not an outright miracle. There's two translations. One of flies. The flies could either mean something which is beyond an S or something which is less than an S. In the example of Reuben and Shimon, so it hap- it's something. Wow, I went on the right boat. But was it against nature? It wasn't against nature. It's not against nature. The Menera lasting. That's that, that's Ruchakedish. That's that's that kind of That's Ness. But 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 the, you me going on that boat. There's nothing that breaks the rules of nature in that, right, in that event. Right. That's called a Pella according to the way the Sikha translating a Pella, something which is unusual. And there's another translation of Pella which we'll see in the